Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. Rick Lemon is not with me. He has something, something doing, something doing. So we hopped off. We just recorded the first episode. He just hopped off. So welcome into the pod. Um, I'm going to try to make this short and sweet and to the point on Thursday night football. Um, it should be an, an interesting matchup, but I want to give you guys some valuable content to help you win your week and to help you get at least get your, your week started right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so before we jump into uh, the Thursday night football preview, check out our website, fantasyjamies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review and share this pod with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. So it's been an interesting season so far. We are just about, I want to say, 10 weeks into the NFL season. We are past the midway point. Uh, your fantasy seasons, you have five weeks to go in the regular season for your fantasy league. So it's crunch time. It is crunch time for you to win some weeks. So today I'm going to try to give you some advice on the Thursday night football game, try to break down this Panthers bears matchup and give you some insights into who I'd play this week, who I wouldn't play this week, and uh, and see if you know things are going to be you know, moving in the right direction. And hopefully, I can give you some positive advice for this game. Um, like I said, it's Panthers at Bears, so this game is in Chicago. The Bears are the home team, the Panthers are the road team, uh, and things are. It, this is probably, I would say, one of the most boring games that I've ever heard in my life. The the, the this is the Tankathon Bowl here because. Uh, if you can check, take a look at tankathon.com, I think is the website. Uh, right now, they have, for the NFL, Arizona 1, Carolina 2, and Chicago 3 at 2-7. and seven. So Chicago is going to have a top pick in the NFL draft again. Carolina is going to have a top pick in the NFL draft again. Um, so this could be, this could be if, if Arizona gets Kyler back, this could be for the first overall pick this game. I know there's a lot of season left to play. It's seven, eight weeks. But uh, I think it's eight weeks left. But this could be for the uh, for the for the for the first overall pick here. Um, over under for this game is forty points, so a little higher than last week, which is surprising. Um, I will let you know in a second if if Justin Fields is back for this game because that would affect the over under. But for me, knowing this is Carolina and Bears, I might take the under on this game because I don't think these teams could reach forty. I know it's kind of low, but this could be like a freaking 17 to 10 slog uh, that's 27 points. I don't think they reach 40. Um, so I take the under. Uh, currently on the season, Rick and, Rick is 9-0, and and I'm 6-3 and three in my pick. So it's done for me. Like, I don't have any more picks left in me that I can get. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to try to not embarrass myself. Uh, but Rick and I will – Rick's not here, so I'll give you Rick's pick. Second straight show, he's not here, he's not here for this. Uh, but I'll give you Rick's pick, and then I'll give you my pick uh, for the game uh, when we're done breaking this down. But let's break this down and, t- and start with the Carolina Panthers um, and talk a little bit about that team. So they have not had a great season so far. They're 1-7 in seven, um, or 1-6, one of the two records. I don't even know. But they haven't been really good on the season. They're headed for a, a top pick in the draft. Bryce has been inconsistent at best. 
Um, and so let's start with the quarterback position and start breaking this sucker down. Um, breaking this sucker down. Um, Bryce Young coming into this game has not had a great season so far. Uh, CJ Stroud clearly having a much better season than him. He's had some decent games um, and he's thrown, you know, this past week he had a three interception game. He's had, you know, on the season so far, he has 1300 yards, eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. So he's, he's struggling to start his NFL career. Um, And there's been some games that you've been able to play him in. You had 23 points against Detroit, um, or I should say 20 points against Detroit, and and that's been about it. So for me, it's like I'm not going to put Bryce Young in my lineups in this game. It'll be interesting to see how he plays and performs and watch Bryce Young live, but there's no reason for me at this point to start Bryce Young this week. Um, The running back position has been a crap as well. Coming into the season, you thought maybe Miles Sanders could be a good running back in fantasy football. He started the season with 11, 7, and 17. Since then, he's had 6, 1, 0, and 9. And while this is an easier matchup against Chicago, I don't want to I don't want to start him this week. And, and the snap percentages for him have decreased as the week goes on, as the weeks go on. So he had first three weeks, 57, 62, and 65. Now he's had 45, 46, missed a week, went on by. He had 18% against Houston. And they had 25 this past week. So it's increasing back up after his injury. But I just don't think he's going to be getting enough opportunity in this in this offense um, to, to be worthy of a start. I think it's too risky. As far as Chuba Hubbard is concerned, you know, people have picked him up and added him. And, like, if you need a start and if he's still getting, you know, 15 to 20 touches, like, it might be okay against Chicago. But... I'm really not interested in it either. You know what I mean? I don't think there's going to be high efficiency for either one of these guys. But if you needed to choose a running back for this week because of buys and different stuff like that, Chuba Hubbard's probably the guy that you want to start this week as opposed to Miles Sanders. So if you have Sanders, I'd sit him down. I don't think he's going to get the opportunity. And if you have um, Chuba Hubbard, you know, he's okay to play this week. But if you have another option, I would go for that guy. Um, Moving to the wide receiver position. Very interesting. So everyone after Adam Thielen and Jonathan Mingo can kind of go away. Like you have Chark and Terrace Marshall and some of these guys, but those guys just aren't going to have a lot of opportunity. So to me, I look at Jonathan Mingo and I look at Adam Thielen as the two guys. Um, Jonathan Mingo is an interesting player. So I want to um, just like, he's a guy that has gotten on a week to week basis, more and more production. And um, you know, to me, not more and more production, more and more, I guess, uh, snap percentage. You know, he's been around 90% for the last three weeks, 93, 99, and 96, but he hasn't been getting any targets in this offense. Um, so on the season, he's had uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 38 targets. So he's just not, he's not getting the target share that you would want to see from a rookie wide receiver. And you thought maybe, you know, this end of season schedule would help him and that things would start turning around, but he just hasn't gotten it. So Mingo for me is a no-go for fantasy football, even in, even as a deeper play. And even against Chicago, like I just don't see him as an option. Adam Thielen really at this point on this team is the only real fantasy asset you probably have to start you know, after his torrid start to the season, um, 
following the bye week in week seven. You know, he had to start the season, he had three. And then after that, he had 20, 31, 15, 27, 28. We were telling you to sell him. He had his bye week, and then he had 15 against Houston and seven this week against Indianapolis. So things have started to come down a little bit for him. But I think in this game against Chicago on Thursday night, you have to start him because he has been that good on the season. So this is the only guy on the on the Panthers at this point, realistically, that I would truly trust to have a good week on Thursday night football. He's really the only offensive weapon that they realistically can use. At the tight end position, they have absolutely nothing that can be trusted. You know what I mean? So to me, I look at this and it's like, it's t- there's two guys that you could see on Carolina that would get an opportunity for targets and different things, and that's Chuba Hubbard, uh, you know, or just opportunity in game to score fantasy points. That would be Chuba Hubbard and Adam Thielen, but Thielen's the guy that I would definitely start Hubbard only in, you know, in the case of emergency. So Carolina is not a good football team. You know what I mean? They, they, they run a lot of pass plays because they're always losing. So for the passing game, there's going to be opportunity for guys like Adam Thielen. Um, but to me, it's just like, you know, not a great look for this Carolina Panthers team. I would sit, I would sit away from them and, uh, and try to try to steer clear of, of some of the starts on that team besides Adam Thielen. Um, let's talk about the Chicago Bears, who do have some interesting players for fantasy football um, that people have been starting. Fields is 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 a question this week. Um, he was questioned to whether or not he was going to come back. Um, he's still labeled as day to day. Um, and Eberflus said that Fields' thumb was limited during Monday's walkthrough practice, and is con- he's basically considered day to day. So he's missed the last three games. Um, but they, you know, people anticipate that he's going to come back. Um, if he is back, going up against Carolina is not a, you know, is not a great spot for him. And I would honestly like if even if he comes back and plays, I don't know that I would throw him out in this game, especially coming off injury. I might try to find another option for this week. And if he goes off, great. Then you you know you know you have a quarterback who's going to be really good. But I don't know if I want to take the you know the statistical risk of putting Justin Fields in your lineup on a Thursday night football game when he's coming off an injury and he's missed three weeks already um, against a team who's actually been you know because of the way games have been you know where you just blow out Carolina early uh, there just hasn't been a whole ton of passing opportunity I just don't know if Fields is going to be a dude that's going to get a whole ton of fantasy points um, in fantasy football so. I look at I look at Justin Fields and I feel like you know maybe sit him this week against Carolina and then rest of season you can run with Justin Fields. I think you'll be fine with that. Um, but to me, you know, it's a risk if you put him out there. If you have to, because there's no other quarterback options, then maybe. But you know, I would sit him if he plays. Um, Tyson Badgen is the only other guy that would would be playing here if if it wasn't for Fields. So. Fields is an interesting, I mean, uh, Badgett's an interesting guy. There's no way in heck I would start him in any of my fantasy teams, even if I had him rostered. So he's going to stay out of my lineup. Fields being in the game does affect how I think other players could perform in this game. Um, the Bears, I also believe, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but we got some news before the show that Khalil Herbert um, was cleared to practice and they designated him for return. Um, I don't know if he's going to play this Thursday night and there's no guarantee that he reclaims his starting role, um, with the, with the Chicago bears. So 
if I have Khalil, even if he plays on Thursday, I'm probably holding him out for this week just to see what it looks like before I throw him in. Obviously, there's another situation for the Bears where it's like, if you have to throw him out there, then throw him out there. But um, yeah, as far as Khalil Herbert is concerned, like, you know, him coming off IR is great news if you have him, but I don't know if they're going to give him a full lion's share of the carries and work as soon as he gets back because Foreman has been okay. And you also have Roshan Johnson factored into that backfield. So I think there's definitely concerns uh, for people in that aspect. Um, if you have Foreman, Foreman's getting a lot of opportunity, not a lot of fantasy points. So I would leave Foreman out of your lineup. He had seven, uh, 33, four and eight. And now with Cleo Herbert possibly coming back, he wouldn't be a start. And then if you have Roshan, I'd keep Roshan out of your lineup entirely. Yeah, you, he, Roshan's probably droppable at this point. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't start any Bears running backs either. Um, just like I wouldn't start really a quarterback. Uh, let's move to the wide receiver positions. They only got one guy, and it's DJ freaking Moore. Moore had five points this week. Um, there's always, especially if Fields is playing, there's always a chance for a blow-up game for DJ Moore. There's always a chance for him to have a 20-25 point performance and just absolutely shred fantasy football. So I would I would take the shot on DJ Moore this week and say, all right, we're going to stick you in the lineup. Hope you have a really good week and move forward with that. Um, but, you know, other than that, I, I don't really know what the anticipated expectations are. I would start DJ Moore. Going up against Carolina, this is an easier matchup, but I think it really depends off Badgent's playing or not. Um, because if Badgent is playing, then I don't have high expectations for DJ Moore. Um, you know, if Justin Fields is playing, then the expectations increase a little bit. But DJ Moore definitely in a tougher spot here uh, going up against Carolina. So I would say, obviously, you're starting Carolina, but I don't anticipate DJ Moore having a massive performance. Um, and then at tight end, you got a 23-point performance this week out of Cole Komet. And Komet's been interesting on a week-to-week basis in fantasy football. Um, he's had, since week four, 27, 15, 2, 0, 17, 23. And in fantasy football, I do want to pull up these numbers since week four um, at the tight end position. So uh, weeks four to nine, he has been in PPR the number three tight end in fantasy football from weeks four to nine, you know, and he did have that bus week and he did have a two point game week six, but he's also had uh, some very, very good fantasy games, including um, this past week with 23.5. So to me, Cole Komet might be an okay play. You know what I mean? But like I said, I don't know how much scoring offense is going to be happening in this game. So Cole Komet could be a guy that, you know, bust this week, doesn't have a great performance. I don't know, but he does get target share and he has been decent on the season as a tight end overall. He's tight end five just on the season. He's a tight end three over the last six weeks. So I'll start him in this game against Carolina if you have him on your team and roll with Cole Komet going forward um, and see where it takes you. But if you get a bust a week where he gets zero catches, that's unfortunate. Komet's a good player though. Um, and I, I think they'll, they'll probably target him this week. You know, you hope, um, but outside of that, there's no other real, uh, bears options for this game. Um, you know, they do have more reasonable guys to start than the Carolina Panthers do, but another bad football team. Like I said, this could be for the tank. This could be for the first overall selection. Um, but Let's let's talk about this game overall. Um, 
and and make some selections. So Rick took the Bears, and that's probably a smart pick because Carolina's been really, really, really bad on the season. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Bears as well, and I'm gonna take the Bears as well. I think it's just at this point when you talk about two teams that are very similar, I think the Bears are a little bit more talented overall. Um, they did add Montez Sweat. They just resigned him to a contract, so he comes, you know, he comes in and, and makes their defense a, just a little bit better. You know, Justin Fields is a really good quarterback, um, and I think there's some good things for him, you know, coming forward. And I think, you know, there's opportunities for Justin Fields to um, have a lot of success coming into the, you know, coming into this game if he if he comes in and they, you know, he gets this football team to win. Uh, they could win a bunch of games and they could they could actually go on a run here. But I think they're at home against Carolina and I think they're a better football team than Carolina and, and it'll probably end up being the Bears winning this game. But I expect a rock fight. I don't expect it to be high scoring and I think not a lot of fantasy options for you guys, like I said. So um, that'll do it for the Thursday night preview. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Short, sweet, to the point. You get all your information. You get your starts and sets. Um you have a better shot betting on this game than you do rooting for your fantasy team because there's probably not a lot of fantasy assets, but enjoy the Thursday night football game. Play some bets. Take the under. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.